Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, one thing you hear from the left a lot, we got to fight misinformation, disinformation. Okay, and you always kind of crack up to yourself going, okay, exactly what does that mean? You talk about disinformation. David, you saw the same story I did. It's astounding. Yeah, so the Oakland City Council uh, voted on a resolution to call for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. One of the members of the council said, hey, we should include language condemning Hamas's atrocities as well while we're at it. While we're doing this, let's go ahead and say, hey, yeah, Hamas terrorist organization, bad guys, okay? Uh, progressive the activists. The whole thing about this, too, by the way, to start off with, you're in Oakland. Yeah. You've got some issues going on. Yeah. We're going to tell Israel we want a ceasefire. Do you think Israel all of a sudden is going to say, you know what? Oakland spoke. Yeah. Wait, yeah. We hadn't thought all this through, but once Oakland spoke, then we saw the light. Get over yourselves. Who do you think you are? Who cares? City councils and school boards all over the country always do this kind of crap, especially the woke ones. Yep. It's a waste of everyone's time. It is. I agree. I forget what school district this was in, but there was a school board in 2020 that, while they were still locking kids out of school, voted to affirm that Black Lives Matter and that the Black Lives Matter movement was important for the district to recognize. Really? (sighs) You got... It's like insufferable 11, people. It's like eleven percent of your student body can read. How about right. like focus on that stuff first? Yeah, start um, tutoring. Anyway, progressive activists in Oakland uh, showed up uh, to say they hated the idea of calling out Hamas as a terrorist organization. Uh, independent journalist Yashar Ali put together a helpful compilation of well, the face of evil in America. Listen to this. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas. Okay, so. I've heard this. You've heard these people yeah. exist. You get to see them yeah. on video. Yeah, I've, I've heard. I've corresponded with people that believe that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda. To condemn ha- oh, it's r- racist. Yeah. Of course. So our whole country's racist. Of course. Because they're a terrorist organization. Yes. yes. Okay, you loon. Condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was okay. a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. To hear them complain about Hamas. Okay, wh- it's, it's, that's insanity. You, you've seen the video. Oh, it's doctored video. You've heard the yeah. accounts. Oh, they lied. It, it's, this is that 9-11 was an inside job thing all yeah. over again. Yeah, pretty much. All over again. Yeah. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? <laughs> there we go. This is it. Always go there, okay. don't they? That's the go-to. Yeah. That's the exit ramp. You, Robbins, and you, Markley, yeah. and Van Camp's been radicalized by the older guys. There you go. You're That's all right. Nuts. Oh, yeah crazy i don't know what you do with that i don't know what you do with that either i'm with you on that i don't know where do you start you can't coexist with that environment 
that you it's well, it can be ignored until it gets out of hand. Well, yeah, they break but the what law I mean is I can just, the get along with everybody, exist with everybody thing. Can't do that. Now, now I can actually put your mind at ease a little bit. Okay. Here's the thing you have to remember about most of these progressive idiots who are out there <laughs> shouting about this. Yeah. They are weak-minded fools <laughs> who yeah. cannot possibly contribute to society in any way, shape, or form because they've never developed skills or healthy relationships. And so they really won't have much of an impact. Now, uh, that, that's not to say everyone. I mean, when you have a tenured professor at Columbia or whatever, that's a different thing yeah. altogether. But these people, they don't have any power because they're not capable of it. Did you see the video? I forget which university it was now, but one of the universities where they've got this box truck going around showing the faces of anti-Semitism. You know, students who oh, you know, yeah, signed yeah. on to these pro-Hamas letters and whatnot and con condemnations yeah. of Israel, saying Israel had this coming and whatnot. Now, there are counter-protesters who showed up, and there's a video making the rounds now, <clears throat> excuse me, of counter-protesters with uh, uh, cardboard signs that are meant to cover up <laughs> the images on these big box trucks. Mm -hmm. Right. They try to use duct tape to affix the signs to the truck mm -hmm. as it's very slowly moving. These kids seriously almost tied themselves up in knots with their own duct tape because they're <laughs> that incompetent. They don't know how duct tape works. Okay, So if that helps put a smile on your face and make uh -huh. you feel a little bit better, I just wanted to pass that along. A lot of these people are very weak imbeciles yes okay you know, i love the quote i'm going to go ahead david i and credit you with this quote because i wrote it down they've never developed skills or relationships no they're incapable of it that, you're you're 100 right thank you for saying that you put it in words i cannot i did not have the opportunity to get to and i'm on That's a really thomas soul quote role right now yeah what is it it's the the classic one activism is a way for useless people to feel important even if the consequences of their activism are counterproductive for those they claim to be helping and damaging to the fabric of society as a whole. See, yeah. that's fantastic, too. I want to stand up, but my, it hit the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, the shorter version is. is they're weak imbeciles. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yes. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, so that's Oakland. What's going on in Chicago? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they've got uh, something like 20,000 illegal immigrants in the city of Chicago now. Many of them bust from states like Texas and Arizona, but also flown there by the Biden administration. Yes. As they're trying to decompress the out-of-control border, which is also simultaneously very secure. Figure that one out right. on your own. No problem. So Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson gave an update on a massive tent city that they're building for illegal immigrants. And, well, he blamed Republicans for the mess that the country is in right now. What? Oh, okay. This might be a new one. Are you ready to get your learning hat on? Here we go. Well, it has to be better coordination. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form um, instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, they've been very intentional well, hold about on a going after but, And maybe I'll make this point. I mean, you said you're the sanctuary city. Yeah. This is what you want. We, we've looked at your scorecard on how you run the city. And it's terrible. It's got nothing to do with Democrat, Republican. You're bad. You're bad at it. 
when you said and every we want to welcome everybody. Idiots in these. Right, exactly. You brought this part. This is your problem. You, you wanted it. You had the. You were waving at. Hey, come on. You were mocking the states in the South that were saying, "Hey, we got too many, you know, illegals here." Well, there's no problem. That's racism. Right. No, not here. We accept everyone. Shut up. Well, he's not done. Just shut up. He's not done. Uh, we've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led by people of color. Oh, God. and their whole motivation <laughs> is to create disruption and chaos because that's what this that particular party has been about. Right? This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism oh that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing <laughs> extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. What? It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. Who's, who's out there saying that the, that the South won the Civil War? I'm very I haven't heard that one in my lifetime. Hmm. What is wrong with him? I don't know. I mean, that's a mental illness. And those people are unclean. <laughs> yeah. What? Can you imagine, imagine if what? you were reversing roles on this? Oh, my goodness, dude. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, I can imagine it. Guy would be bounced today. Oh, sure. Yeah. No doubt about it. You I mean, brought look this at this on, guy's whole track record. You jackass. You did it. <laughs> Boy, if you were looking to just get Robbins going early God, in the I show, hate David, this stuff because way to go. Here we go. Where's the off-ramp? Racism. No. It's oh, racist. Always. always the off-ramp. Oh, yeah. See, but this is the guy who is not a weak imbecile. He says very imbecilic things, but he's the dangerous type. Yeah, because he's in got America. Because he's actually yeah. got power. He and does. he's got I a agree. legion of weak imbeciles that will do whatever he wants them to do. How about yes. all those how about all those African Americans who push back on hey, we don't this is nuts. Our neighborhood is full. We can't do this. You're not going to hear from those people. In our neighborhood. Are they racist too? They're not going to get the platform. Mayor Wiener? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Wiener is no, now <laughs> just such, wow. Such a I know. God, it just irritates me. Um I hate it. I again, you've ruined a word. That word has no power anymore. Racist is everything you disagree with. It's been that way That's for a few years. That's all it is. Yes. Meanwhile, we got a squirrel problem. Where's the squirrel problem, yeah, David? We do. Well, this happened during a House of Commons meeting in the UK where Member of Parliament Jim Shannon gave a speech about protecting the native red squirrel population in Northern Ireland because apparently they're being displaced by the North American gray squirrel. Oh. oh, yeah, they, there's a real battle going on here. So hmm. uh, he just wanted to thank the organizations who are helping the red squirrels in their time of need. And there's part of what he said. Okay. They are in constant contact with local animal owners to monitor red squirrels and eradicate any graves adventure. Indeed, the very presence of gray squirrels, gray squirrels, are the Hamas of, of, of the squirrel world. They're the Hamas of the squirrel <laughs> yes, world. Yes, they are. Man, they kill and rape and pillage. <laughs> the grace, they want to take out the yeah. red squirrels. Did the Grace Order issue a statement after that denying that claim? <laughs> well, I, well, one, I don't think they're associated with Hamas. Their leader is Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that joke? <laughs> a few hours. Like it. It. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> well played, David. There you go. Oh, my goodness. That might be line of the day. That's going to be hard to top. Damn. <laughs> Are the Hamas of the squirrel world versus Netanyahu? Wow. Okay.
Did you know the planet's not warming so quick after all? Yeah, he said Netanyahu. But <laughs> that much more coming up right here. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed Mommy, I don't feel good. Oh, well, let me check you for fever. I've got this exergen thermometer. Just sweep it across your forehead and... Ooh, 100.5. Yeah, you're staying home today. That sure was fast and easy, just like at the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Doctors recommend these exergen thermometers. Clinically accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies, get your exergen thermometer at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. The holidays are here. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, get an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. That's OmahaSteaks.com, promo code QUALITY at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. This is really interesting. You know, you got to talk about climate change. That's going on right now in Dubai. Interesting that it's in Dubai where the United Nations are gathering mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. They export a lot of oil, you know. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because, well, for a lot of different reasons. Biden's not there. Not going. Well, he's in a tough spot. Yeah, a lot well, of people are saying, well, you got these other things going on. Well, he's got the left already upset with him because you're backing Israel. Right. And you haven't done enough on climate change. And then that's a tough sell because from, you know, all the people that report on this stuff said, you know, if Biden did show up, he would be lectured constantly. You've got to do more. Yeah. So who is he sending? I don't know who we're sending. Mamala. Not that I've heard. Mm. Not that I've heard. But it's also interesting because remember this story we talked about within the last couple of weeks? And the Ohio State University was part of this study that said the planet's not warming the way the, quote, experts said it was already warming. They were wrong. The models were wrong. Mm -hmm. And that didn't get a whole lot of coverage, especially from legacy media. Um, But now they kind of have to admit it. Um, even the AP had to admit it. 
um, in their story about this, saying the world is heading for considerably less warming than projected a decade ago. But the good news is overwhelmed by much more pain from current climate change than science and scientists anticipated. Why is that? Because all of these countries in 2015 said we're going to do this as far as, you know, CO2, greenhouse, all this stuff. And none of these countries have done it. But really. But also, why does it matter if the models were all wrong? What what does it matter that they haven't actually done it? Well, hey, don't worry about us being contradictory. Okay, okay. we got a problem here. Well, but, we got a lot of investors in green energy. Yeah. I mean, we, we still are warming. Yeah, you mean experts, right? Yes. Yeah. And again, I'm not to say that the planet isn't warming. We've heard this from several people that say, "Listen." Yes, what's it been, a degree and a half over the last few decades? Yeah, something and if like it that. But... were to continue like 100 years, it could be a huge problem. But as far as the doom and gloom of you got 10 years before we're going to be drowning on the East Coast, that's nonsense. No. There's a lot of things that we can do, but you're not going to just throw away your economy right now. No, it's something you have to ease into. Yes. Yeah, it's a gradual thing. So I just find this to be hilarious and the fact that biden really can't go (laughs) because of the election is also pretty comical um let's see this and okay i know you hate the word hack david when it comes to some sort of life hack yeah not because you used to run a news department yeah. And if someone came with tips or a hack, you were not a big fan of that? Tips or hack, I'm, you bring that to me, I'm going to hack the tips off your fingers. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Hard guy to work for. Well, uh, apparently there is a hack that if you leave something in the uh, cart online, you can end up getting a cheaper price. Have you heard this before? No. No, I have not. But I don't shop online, so I don't know anything about it. Which is surprising to me because you really don't like people. Well, I like people. I just don't like a lot of people congregating at the same time. David, have you heard Scott ever mention going to any store and having a pleasant experience? No. Just uh, out of curiosity? No. I mean, I'm not here to dog on you. I'm here no. to help. No, it's always I I... The, the cashier with some slight or some shoe looker in, in, you know, in the cereal aisle who doesn't know where the Cap'n Crunch is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So if you go online and you leave something in the cart, but you don't buy it, more than likely the site has your email. Most of the big shopping sites track abandoned orders. The idea is they'll see you almost bought it. And if you wait a couple of days, they may try to close the deal, sending you the discount code. Mm. And all of a sudden, you got 15%. Of Andres is like, yes, that's happened. Absolutely do that. I don't know that I've ever experienced that. Yeah. I'm going to think about it now. Your cyber cards don't have a bad wheel either. We go, gosh dang it! <laughs> Take it back and get another one. Yeah. But yeah, I, you're grocery shopping, you're shopping for gifts, you're shopping for different things. Dude, here's things. the thing I know what I want. I go in, I get it, I get out. I'm not wandering around in the desert. But if you did do it online, you just pick it out and then it I ships. I know, you. but then I don't. I. Something will happen with the mail, and we'll get there in time, and something will go wrong. I just know it. <laughs> I'll be the only one without gifts to give on Christmas Day. I don't know. Well, it's, it's this coming. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.
Okay, biggest story today, David? Uh, biggest story of the day. Um, to me, I, it's, it's, it's one of those rattling moments again where you have a bunch of uh, progressive activists showing up at a city council meeting in Oakland saying that uh, the attack on October 7th against Israel was a false flag and okay. Hamas, they're freedom fighters, not terrorists, all of this. That's a pretty big story, but uh, also uh, on the economic front, I, I think when you have this report out that shows that Americans need to spend more than $11,000 more a year on essentials, that's a pretty jarring number as well. Bidenomics is working. No, no it's not. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll break that down. That's 11000 on essentials. All right, that and much more coming up right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Well, this is interesting, David. Mark Cuban. Yeah. Think he's running for president? No, well, I, I don't know. That, that's been brought up. The owner of the Dallas Mavericks, or I guess former owner of the uh, Dallas Mavericks, who sold his uh, majority stake in the team now uh, for a cool $3 billion, Ooh. bought it for $285 million. A pretty good return on investment, man. No doubt. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, he also apparently has announced that he is going to be leaving Shark Tank after season 16. So I guess they're in season 15 now. Okay. And so some people have entertained the idea that Cuban could be paving the way for a presidential campaign. I don't, I don't really buy it. I, I think it's an interesting little thing. But he is maintaining operational control over the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. I was going to say, it seems like he loves that job. Yeah. That seems pretty well, genuine. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, if you're if you're somebody sitting there as a kid, like you're dreaming of yourself maybe being a billionaire someday or yeah. even older, like, hey, I'd like to buy a sports team. That'd be fun. Yes. I can sit where I want. And a lot of people think they'd be great at it, and they end up not being so good at right, it. Right. Well, you got to bring people than to run the actual thing itself. Or you can He's be been pretty good. People. Yeah. I wouldn't be. I'd be more Steinbrenner. <laughs> Firing people all the time. On the phone. It got it. <laughs> well, I don't know. If it wouldn't be a run for twenty four. Maybe he's looking yeah. ahead to twenty eight. That doesn't make sense Maybe, for twenty four. Yeah. Maybe he wants to be a senator first or a congressman or something. I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't seem like his style at all. Yeah. Now I know he's talked about it and he has yeah. sort of floated it out there, but to me it's it's always been one of those like publicity things or just because he thinks very highly of himself and sure. I mean, he has every reason in the world to think highly of himself. He's wildly successful. Yes. Um, so I, I, I don't know if he just I don't think he'd want to do it, but we'll see. OK, keep an eye on that. Um, you brought up several companies cutting benefits yeah. just to deal with inflation and the amount of money people just have to spend on necessities, David. Yeah, well, yeah, there was one report that uh, Americans are now having to spend $11,000 more a year on necessities, the bare essentials, housing, gas, food, things like energy, things like that, uh, than they did just two years ago. Wow. And that doesn't that really just draw a bright red circle around how dumb it is that we have so many people who are supposedly economic experts writing in media saying i don't know why americans are so down on the economy the fundamentals look great right but when you're not getting ahead 
They live in this weird, insulated world, right. detached from right. what the realities of day-to-day life is like for most people. Yeah. They're just grifters. Yeah, They're not going to tell you the truth. No. Yeah. It's well, all slanted. And then there's a new analysis by Glassdoor that found a growing number of employees lost access to 401k retirement plans, dental, vision, tuition assistance, other benefits this year, which, again, you can talk about wages rising, and they haven't. They've risen, but not nearly at the pace of inflation. It's something like 13% versus 17% inflation. You're going backwards, more likely uh, than not. But then when you're losing benefits, as we've talked about, and we all know people who have maybe declined a higher-paying job because the benefits weren't as good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, hey, you get a $10,000 cash raise, that's great, but if you also lose things like uh, uh, time off, if you lose vacation time, if you lose right. your retirement benefits and everything else that may go into it, child care provisions, things like that, then you actually wind up going backwards, even though technically you're making more money. So Many this, people have done that. Yeah. yeah. So this is a uh, potentially really bad sign moving forward. And never believe the the so-called experts who are like, the economy's great, and the problem is, is that right-wing media is telling people that it's bad. <laughs> right. Hey, no, you decide for yourself if it's good or not. It's like, yeah, I don't. There's nothing that a that a, a conservative commentator can say that will be more effective than a dude losing his dental insurance. No doubt. Yeah, that's expensive. Oh yeah. You know, did you see, by the way, talking about the economy and everything else, that Newsweek put out the opinion piece by Trump? That he wrote? No. Or his staff wrote? Not saying that he didn't write it. James. No, you could have wrote it. I don't know. Somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't exactly look like total Trump speak. Some of it certainly does. Um, but the whole thing was in. And, I mean, it's too long to read the entire thing. But, I mean, there are different points he hits with the economy. And he said... During the first Trump administration, we created the strongest and most prosperous economy in the history of the world. Under my leadership, annual incomes went up by more than $6,000, inflation was under 2%, and we had gasoline down to $1.87 per gallon. Household net worth reached an all-time high, with the bottom 50% of American households seeing a 40% increase in their net worth. Damn. Yes. And by the way, any part of this that's disputed, don't be afraid to shout out. He said the U.S. economy had never been better for young Americans. But for the past three years, young people have borne the heavy cost of the failed Biden agenda. Crippling inflation, soaring prices, skyrocketing interest rates, unaffordable housing, and escalating crime. Over the course of the Biden administration, real incomes have gone down by $7,400 per family. Goes on from there. And then he says, when I was in office, the 30-year mortgage rate reached a record low of 2.65%. And the median income American family could afford a mortgage. Yet, thanks to Biden's disastrous economy, interest rates have skyrocketed, making homeownership out of reach for too many Americans, especially young Americans, who in previous generations would be looking to start a family. He mentions um, that according to a recent study, three quarters of Gen Z and millennial couples believe it's too expensive to get married uh, today. And you do hear that all the time. We talked about it. Mm A 2022 study found that financial concerns are the number one reason why Americans are dropping out of school. Sadly, many younger Americans are putting their lives on hold because they think the Biden economy leaves them no choice. 
And then he says, and on top of it all, Biden's war on the American energy, on American energy, is making everything more expensive. Thanks to his Green New Deal agenda, new car prices have surged by nearly 30% since I left office. And by the way, just side note, you see the other piece out with all the electric vehicles not selling? Yeah. On all the lots? Big lots full of them. Oh, my goodness. So the average new car now costs an astonishing $50,000. You practically have to be a rich person to afford a new car. Not practically. I mean, in, at least in my mind, you're going to buy a $50,000 car. You got some money. Or you're making a very big mistake. Yeah, he said because of higher interest rates and soaring prices under Biden, the typical car payment is now almost $750 a month. Well, if you can live in it, that's fine. Right. <laughs> that there's an RV. <laughs> right. Um, and then he goes on, he says, and that's just it. Uh, or that's not just it. Um, it's just the beginning of his war on young people. <laughs> I've never heard that used before, war on young people. The radical left has unleashed shocking waves of violent crime and bloodshed, making our nation's once great cities almost unlivable for young Americans entering the workforce. And it goes on that. He says, I will restore law and order in our nation's cities, empower our men and women in law enforcement, and stop the radical Marxist prosecutors surrendering our cities to violent criminals. And it goes on from there. I'm surprised Newsweek actually printed this. Mm. I'm waiting for the left to yell at them. You're normalizing him. Right. Unfortunately, you just exposed that to more people than Newsweek will. <laughs> no, that, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, Newsweek isn't exactly what it once was. No. But still, it, is that desperation on Newsweek's part to be somehow relevant? I don't know. I mean, I understand what he's doing because, if anything, he lacked in that area in terms of voters. I mean, the Republican Party hasn't done well with younger voters. No, I'm talking about Newsweek. Oh, yeah. Well, Newsweek, too. Yeah. I'm just surprised they printed something from Trump. Well, yeah, that, anyway. Well, yes, they, they went from 12 to 15 people who bought it. <laughs> that part of the show going around the table may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? All right, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it makes me a little uncomfortable, to be honest okay. with you. Uh, but it is really bizarre. The Washington Post, democracy dies in darkness, you know. I know. It has an article out about people being aroused by politics. And the headline is, in the world of fetishes, crossing the aisle is a kink. There are dudes who fantasize about being dominated by MAGA Republicans. God. Okay, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. One we guy spend some time on this. One guy told the Washington Post that he fantasized about Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert forcing him to vote straight red Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yet yet another person reportedly fantasized about well doing the deed with people she finds repulsive including donald trump hell's angels bikers and osama bin laden oh god oh what a psycho what a catch that okay, is this is wow well i i will say this i'm, I'm looking forward to the mega curious float in the next pride parade that's going to be awesome <laughs> well those add it They'll add it to the alphabet list. Right, exactly. Now it's LGBTQIA2S plus MAGA. M, -M. yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll go second today because this is uh, not along the same lines, but close, I guess, to me, for what's your story. Um, there's a new book out called Outrageous, A History of Showbiz and the Culture Wars. Okay. What's the story? That... Family Feud contestants used to be screened for herpes before going on the show. Had you ever heard this before? No. Yes. Really? Yes. That was when Richard Dawson was the oh, host. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. From 1976 to 1985, and you probably remember why, Scott. He liked to kiss them. He kissed all the female contestants. Yes, he did. Directly on the lips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid going, oh, that's just one of those things. Oh, hello, darling. And then, boom, just on the ki- Not for a long period no. of time. It was just a peck. It was the 70s. What does that mean? Well, I mean, you could do that and not have <laughs> sexist burp. Yeah. That's unwanted. Okay. Well, apparently because of that, both male and female contestants were ordered to undergo a mouth test for herpes. A little swab, huh? Yes. The mm-hmm. policy began because people actually complained about all the promiscuous kissing on the show yeah. and the many diseases that could result. <laughs> well, I didn't know that, but that's interesting. And I know to some people you would say, you know, that guy seemed kind of creepy. All I remember was the amount of women that thought that guy oh, was yeah. very attractive. Well, he had the accent and, hello, darling. <laughs> yes, like a silver fox. Yes, well, yeah. Yeah. All right, for what's your story? What do you got, Scott? Uh, Phoenix family came to the rescue of an Arizona Cardinals player. I don't know if you saw this story or not. Guy's name, and I hope I don't butcher this, but I think it's Jesse Lutka or Lutka. He uh, had a flat tire on his way to the to the game. He had 30 minutes left to drive to State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, when his car tire became flat. So he pulled into the gas station, tried to air it up, but it wouldn't air up. Hmm. He's freaking out now. I got to get to the game. So he sees this family pull in to get gas. They're all dressed in uh, Arizona Cardinal gear. So he asked him for a ride. Hey, can you give me a ride? I'm one of the players. Guy's like, I don't know. I, I, he goes, I didn't know about that. He told me he was one of the players. I wasn't sure. So he told his wife they looked him up on, on their phone, and sure enough, he was a player. <laughs> so they said, hey, move over, kids. Make room for Jesse. He's getting in with us. They <laughs> drove him to the game. Wow. Does it say in the story what kind of car he was driving? It was some kind of uh, well, the player or the, the player. family. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Because uh, a lot of times players yeah. they have nice cars. Well, I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm sure it's not a beater. I don't. I don't trust you. I don't know. I don't uh, know if you're a player. But or not. Uh, he said at the end of the day, he said we're just trying to help somebody out. He said, I guess it wouldn't have mattered if he was a player or not. Guy just needed help at the time. But uh, to show his appreciation, he gave the family tickets to their December 17th game against the 49ers as a thank you. And that he made, he made nice. a tackle during the game. So. The family went nuts. So they got this guy sitting in the car. The kids are in the back seat. He's sitting there with them. They're driving him to the game. Wow. <laughs> like Little cool. League all over again. <laughs> that's cool. Did they stop for ice cream? Ice cream afterwards? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Winners get ice cream. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. Only winners get ice cream. That's <laughs> the way it's got to be. Yeah. It's hilarious. Good story. Okay. Um, David, you got the story. A Democratic governor is walking away from the electric vehicle mandate. Interesting. That much more coming up. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. 
Hey guys, listen up. Did you know that by the time you reach middle age, 50% of men are experiencing symptoms of an enlarged prostate? These can be disruptive to sleep, energy, focus, and your social life. Having problems in the bedroom because of an enlarged prostate, Prostate HX can help. A combination of powerful nutrients that have been shown to improve the health of the prostate. If you want less trips to the bathroom, a more restful night's sleep, better energy, and hormonal support, Prostate HX is the answer. For this risk-free offer and free shipping call 800-671-9900 that's 800-671-9900 or go to prostatehx.com for prostate hx today take advantage of this limited time risk-free offer and free shipping by calling 800-671-9900 for prostate hx or go to prostatehx.com that's prostatehx.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Ah, uh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right. What governor is going rogue? Oh, Democrat Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont is withdrawing his plan to mandate future electric vehicle purchases after there was bipartisan pushback. So it's kind of weird. Connecticut has this uh, or has had in the past this agreement that they're basically going to follow whatever environmental regulations California puts in place. Okay. It's basically like, we're just going to go down with that ship, too. Um, it's very <laughs> odd. But anyway, they uh, so when California decided they were going to try to phase out, or I guess they committed to it, phase out the sale of new vehicles uh, that were gas-powered, so only electric vehicle sales starting in 2035, the state of Connecticut was was going to follow suit. In July, the governor unveiled this proposal. Um saying that, yes, every vehicle sold in the state is electric by 2035. In addition to this, uh, under this proposal, 75% of trucks and buses would need to be electric by 2035. Well, a lot of other people, even some environmentalists, were saying, well, wait a minute, the the electric grid literally cannot handle that. Right. So how are we going to accomplish this? And so apparently Ned Lamont has tabled this discussion for the time being it may come back in some other form in the future but for now uh they've realized that this kind of aggressive posture is is just not possible well there was a story too in the wall street journal it was an opinion piece from the board talking about car dealers telling biden hey these evs aren't selling yeah, that story's been out there for a while yeah. and again oh, yeah. listen man you, you have all these experts, right, in all these different fields, and you got these three jamokes on the radio that just, you know, read from different sources, and you come away with the conclusion, we don't have the infrastructure. How is this going to work? Right. How far is your car actually going to go? People aren't going to go for that. No. It just doesn't seem like it was that tough to predict. No, and, and the one electric vehicle that's even close to being a road trip vehicle is a Tesla. 
and the left hates Elon Musk now, who owns Tesla. Oh, yeah, there wasn't any deals with the government with Tesla. That was all with Michigan. Yeah, that's really something, man. And that Cybertruck's getting rolled out from Tesla. And, uh, hey, man, appreciate Elon Musk for buying Twitter and keeping free speech out there, everything else. That truck looks odd to me. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'd take it. But, I wow, that's an odd-looking beast. Yeah. But if you had it for free, Scott. Sure, why not? Ten grand? You wouldn't pay ten grand for it? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. The economy's great. Just shut up. Okay? Trust us on this. Forget about your own personal greed and Mm -hmm. more stuff that you want. Yeah, right. I mean, we got Wall Street bros who are making money and members of Congress who are making money. The rich are getting richer. That's fine. Yes. And you are. See, what you keep hearing from the Biden administration is we just haven't educated Americans enough. Well, essentially calling on. you too dumb to understand. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah, you just exa- don't understand yeah. the progress right. that has been made. Well, now you got this new report out. Uh, the typical American household must spend an additional $11,000, $11,434 to be precise, uh, every year just to maintain the same standard of living they enjoyed in January of 2021. Okay. And this fall, more people reported struggling financially than they did prior to the pandemic, according to CBS News polling. Average hourly pay for workers has increased about 13.5% since January 2021. So that's what the White House loves to talk about over and over again. But that lags the 17% increase in inflation during the same period. So you're talking about things like food, transportation, housing, and energy, which together account for almost 80 cents of every dollar in additional spending. So, yeah, when you keep a budget and you feel like, wait a second, I'm not getting ahead here. Right. From a couple of years ago. No, the budget's not lying to you. It's legacy media. Long right. Left. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm not saying Republicans don't do this at the same time. Cherry pick numbers to make you look better than you are. People do it. But usually there's an honest media at work when the Republicans do it to say, hold on a second, <laughs> right. let's put this in context. And that's yeah. what you're not seeing right now, NBC, CBS, right. at least as far as I can tell. I don't see it on there. No. It's really interesting. Um, in the end, I think the overwhelming message that maybe all of us need to hear is how dare you? How dare you? You have stolen my dreams. Why do my I bring up Greta Thunberg right now? Empty words. Some transition stories. Um, this is all wrong. You should be driving an electric car, how no matter the cost. Okay, according to her, yes, you should. Um, Somebody should do the all-new Greta. Some car dealer, some some car outfit should create a car with her name on it. Just call it the Greta. Yeah, just call it the Greta. Be done with it. It'll sit in a lot, too, with all the rest of them. But, you know, hey. You know, the one thing I've noticed with Greta over time, you know, you have this economic story going on. 
It's whatever the left wants to use her for. She seems to just sort of go along with well, it. She's pliable, yes. Yeah, so she, she makes money that way. You know what she's calling for right now? Uh, Crushing Zionism. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, there was video all over online. Is. I don't know if and we could play the clip, but it's not in English. Um, they're all chanting, you know, crush Zionism. She's a part of that whole movement. Uh, we've had clips before her at different rallies that were supposed to be about climate. And all of a sudden she starts talking about pro-Palestinian causes. Yeah. And I was thinking about that going, has she done that before? Like just all of a sudden she's supposed to be all about the climate, but then some other leftist, leftist sort of policy she's going to go after. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. There was the vaccines. And she was lecturing everybody on the vaccines at the time, saying, uh, if you have the vaccine, remember, and you have younger, healthy people and you're vaccinating them, shame on you. Not because of a health risk, but because you should be sending them to other parts of the world. Right, 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 right. That was what the whole deal was. It is completely unethical that high-income countries are now vaccinating young and healthy people if that happens at the expense of people in risk groups and on the front lines in low and middle income countries and this is a moral test <laughs> man See, i'll tell you <laughs> i still have sympathy for that person because she's been used for a long time but it gets harder and harder as the years go by because you're your own person and you control what you say and what you don't. And in some ways, I feel like she's been brainwashed for well, a long has, time. She was like eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same when you feel sorry for a kid. And then as they grow up, you know, and sometimes get mouthier and mouthier, you're like, man, this is harder to take as life goes on. No more exploitation of people and nature and the planet. No more exploitation. No more blah, blah, blah. No more whatever the f they're doing inside hey, there. No, hey, 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 hey. We got a soap here. Young lady. But there, I mean, a lot of times it just sort of sounds like she's in the middle of a, of a mental health crisis. I agree sometimes. with David on that I mean, one. Yeah. But, but you know, she's she is to activism what, like, child stars go through. Like the Disney kids who wind up being all screwed up when they, yeah. when they oh, grow yeah, up. Yeah. They go off the rails, <clears throat> yeah. Except in this case, it's because... You know, like if you're talking about a child actor who goes off the rails, it's because they were exposed to a lot of things that kids shouldn't be exposed to necessarily. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure being in the spotlight. In this case, not only do you have the pressure of being in the spotlight, which she was put in by adults, by her theater mom and theater dad, but also she's been spouting a message that everyone is going to die because of climate change. Right. There's an apocalyptic yes. death cult thing that's been inserted into the child stardom dynamic. Yes. Well, and when she was first on the scene, remember the goofs on cable news and legacy media? And a child will lead the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Made you want to puke. It becomes well, less attractive the older you get, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, that one blah, blah, blah rant, there were a few of them. And, and people just... They start clapping. It's almost like you're at a concert, and whenever the singer's like, yeah, but have a good time, <laughs> yeah, right. whatever, is that sort of thing? Because she was saying, what there was that? There is no planet B. There is no planet blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yay! You know, they're all looking at each other, too, like, is that when we close? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah! 
It's nonsensical. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Moving on. Well, you know, the climate, there's been changes. You notice the, the higher winds all over the place? And you know what was a victim of the higher wind in D.C.? <laughs> what? You already know this story. The Christmas tree, right? Yes. The National Christmas tree near the White House was knocked over last night by strong winds. I guess they didn't get the cable tight enough or something. And so, yeah, it it, it went down. It just kind of keeled over. I think you it do was... the side by side of that and then Biden running up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Air Force One. To me, it was, it was just a very moving homage to the commander-in-chief, honestly. Oh, so many people were just having fun with that online. It's like, you can't make that up. Yeah. Do you ever, in your recollection, remember this happening before? No. No, I not not at the national level, not like next to the White House, you know. Right. Usually they seem to kind of know what they're doing, because it's not like D.C. has never gotten wind before. Yeah. Generally, kinda understand crazy. the physics of that. Did you see the one, though, where somebody had it, 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 taken the video of Joe Biden falling off the bike, but they superimposed the tree over it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Just the thought of it makes I know, me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, did they get the tree back up? Yeah, they did. They got it up. They, they got the tree back up pretty quickly. Resilient, just like Joe's. Yeah, exactly. Pops huh? right back up. There you go. Should have put, like, sandbags underneath it. Hilarious. Oh, man, cautionary tale going around. I don't know if you saw this story. Um, this dude going viral, he shared a story. He was visiting downtown Nashville this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, saw bar hopping around, and he stopped to grab a bite to eat. It's like 2.30, started chatting with somebody, um, asking for a number. Like, yeah, I can get you the number. Do you want me to just add it? Sure. And he hands the phone over. Right? Thinking no big deal. Uh, But all of a sudden, it was taking a while. And he was wondering, he said, sorry, I got to go. Pulls the phone back. Not long after, he got a fraud notification saying that someone had set up a $3,000 cash app transaction. Oh. And it had been flagged and canceled. When he realized that the person he met was a scammer who was pretty slick about it, um found out if the person wouldn't have been so greedy it may have gone through yeah it was because of flag because it was three grand yeah and so people online are saying you dummy you don't hand your phone over to somebody that you don't know well again how many good decisions have you made drunk but yeah that was you know what I, I need to make some decisions tonight i'm gonna get drunk first she told me i was cute yeah. man yeah. she told me she never met anyone like me before <laughs> in her life <laughs> Yeah, don't hand your phone over. By the way, when it's like you're a check- cautionary tale every day, something with your phone. Yeah, and if you check your app and you see like a ten cents, they're trying yes. to get into your uh, app. If that allow, if you allow that to go through, they're in. You got to be careful with that stuff. I'm just telling you. Word of warning. Thank you, Scott. DeSantis versus Newsom. You ready? That and much more coming up.
what's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Oh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The holidays are here. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, get an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. That's OmahaSteaks.com, promo code QUALITY at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. That's Scott Robbins. Yeah, so tomorrow night on Hannity's show on Fox, Ron DeSantis, Gavin Newsom, debate. Yeah. <laughs> How's this going to go? You going to watch it? Yeah, I'm kind of curious about it, actually. Yeah. You going to watch it, David? No. Yeah. I'll probably record it. How about them, Cowboys? Oh, that's right. Cowboys yeah. running. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's yeah. I'll Thursday, probably record this debate though. Thursday night football game is the Cowboys. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah I, don't get, I don't get that. I don't get that channel. Hey, you want to come over? No, you never do. Oh, you. You're like Casey. So this is interesting. Wall Street Journal put out this DeSantis versus Newsom scorecard. Yeah. Because they figure, what is Newsom going to talk about? Yeah. Probably abortion, and well, probably how bad Donald Trump is. That'll be the main things. But what if they talk about just comparing the two states? He's got no bullets. Oh, man. Well, what's he going to say? Here's part of the rundown. Okay. Employment. Since January 2019, employment has increased uh, over a million in Florida while declining by 85,000 in California. Yeah. Unemployment. Despite a shrinking labor force, California's 4.8% jobless rate is the second highest in the country, twice as high as Florida. And then it goes into new businesses starting. It's not close. Personal income. Business and worker earnings have increased by an annual compounded 7.7% in Florida compared to 5% in California. A cut to the chase. California doesn't beat Florida in, any. in anything. Population migration. Between July 2019 and July 2022, that's the latest available Census Bureau data, well over a million 
have left California for other states. While almost 750,000 of people have moved to Florida. Explain that, Newsom. Just explain it. Yeah, California lost $55.7 billion in adjusted gross income. Yeah, that's all you need to know. I mean, that's... Florida gained $80.6 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Energy prices. Electricity prices are twice as high in California as in Florida because of the green energy mandates. Uh, Californians also pay $1.80 more per gallon for gasoline on average. By the way, for our friends in California, sorry. It's not like we're yeah. dunking on anybody. It's just I gotta wonder part what of the debate. Newsom has to gain by any of this. Well, he to, wants to be president. Yeah. Yeah, but how do, you, how, how do you come out of this okay? Well, he's got to prepare himself because if he is on the national stage, and we don't know this, but if it's the possibility he could take the place of Biden— He's got to be ready for this come next summer. I just don't know how you sell that with DeSantis next to you. It kind of feels like a preseason game. And honestly, uh, DeSantis has much more to lose in this entire thing. Um, Just because you know how left media is going to to handle this. I don't think any of either of them have a lot to lose. But I think that he's got more to lose. DeSantis does because he's actually running for president. Gavin Newsom is not officially running for president. This is an opportunity for him to more make the case to other Democrats as to why maybe they should line up behind him. But and if it falls flat, okay, so what? He's still the governor, uh, still the governor of California. Yeah, I mean, you could make the argument DeSantis, in a way, needs to do something to stop yeah. the bleeding because Nikki Haley is gaining on him, and now she's got the coke money. That organization's behind her now. Yeah, not cocaine, by the way. That's that's Joe Biden. Yeah, the thank Coke you. Brothers. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, and that's a lot of influence there, too. So DeSantis needs something. So, yeah, dude, everything, deficit, student learning, it goes it's on everything. down the line. I, I, that's why I don't understand what Newsom's going to be going to filibuster but, about abortion for 20 minutes. It'll be interesting, especially because it's going to be on Fox. Now, how much uh, would you pay to see him just duke it out? In a fist fight? And then who do you who would you have? Oh, I got DeSantis, no problem. Military background. Versus that guy? Yeah, I gotta believe that. Yeah. Speaking of fights, you know, sometimes if you've ever been in some sort of fight anytime, you wake up the next day, you hurt in places you don't even remember. Sure. Like, oh my goodness. This story out of Vietnam is crazy. This thirty five year old guy shows up at the hospital this past weekend, said, I've been having these terrible headaches for months. Like, okay, well, let's let's do a CT scan here. Whoa, there's some swelling in the brain. What's going on? Yikes. Five months ago, he got in a fight with this guy and did not know he ended up with two chopsticks jammed up his nose. Oh, God, how do you not know that? <laughs> wow. Hey, how do you not know that? <laughs> well, they weren't full chopsticks. But I mean, it wasn't small either. One is like three inches long. The other's more like five inches, like broken. Golly. At first, he's like, okay, I was in this fight. I was out drinking. Um, I don't remember much of the fight, uh, but it's possible that, you know, was, somebody had chopsticks in their hand and they were, like, trying to stab him with it. Um, he nose? went to the hospital back then, too, but the doctor didn't notice anything wrong with his nose. Jeez. So he had surgery over the weekend to remove both chopsticks. Stable wow. condition now. Now, that's a story.
Yeah, it's a weapon. They found a packet of soy sauce in his ear, too. <laughs> Weird. He's probably knocked out, and he just starts stuffing stuff in his <laughs> nose. And... Oh, yeah, that story. I forget which one of you guys brought it up yesterday with the spider eggs in the toe. Oh, yeah, yeah that was me. Yeah. And what was that again? Because people yeah. were saying that was one of the grossest things I'd ever heard. It was, yeah, it was the, terrible. The British guy was, fear could happen. Yeah, a British guy was on a cruise and woke up with a swollen toe, and there, uh. it turns out he had been bit by a spider, and the spider had laid eggs in his toe. <sighs> they got the initial round Gosh, of dang. baby spiders out. Right. But they forgot Ooh. or they missed one. And yeah. so then it was like eating its way out of its toe. God, the reaction from Scotty is the my best. skin's crawling I right know now. You're itching, oh yeah, I am too. Gosh, honestly, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, uh, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day to me is the analysis that um, um, Americans are spending an extra eleven thousand dollars just on essentials, just to maintain the same standard of living they had two years ago. Well, almost three years ago now. That is a massive story. Yeah. And will it get to enough people to make a difference? You get the feeling, man. Independents are turning on Biden more and more every week, yeah. especially with the latest polling. Um, and, you know, you see what's going on as far as polling with the black vote? It's crazy. 22% for Trump. And a former Black Lives Matter leader has endorsed Trump? Did you hear about that? No. Get to that much more coming up right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Uh, so there was a Joe Biden tweet or post on X, whatever you call it now. It's getting walked back. Yeah, well, yeah. a lot of people got really confused by a tweet that was put out by Joe Biden or Joe Biden's staff about the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, all it said was, quote, Hamas unleashed a terrorist attack because they fear nothing more than Israelis and Palestinians living side by side in peace. Okay. Uh, to continue down the path of terror, violence, killing, and war is to give Hamas what they seek. We can't do that. So a lot of people were confused. Observers of the war are saying, well, wait a minute. Is this a change in U.S. policy and approach towards this? Um, are you calling for a more permanent ceasefire? Did you really just say Israel was committing terrorist attacks? Or what? what's going on here? Um, now, a senior Biden administration official told the Jewish Insider, that the White House's support for Israel and its military campaign remains unwavering. This is not a change in policy. This was just an excerpt from a longer speech. Well, see, that's the problem. You actually have to put, if you have a longer speech, you have the context there. Mm -hmm. But if you just put out a statement like that, people are going to start asking the question, okay, is this actually a change in posture from the United States? Sure. Dude, he's got a team that's supposed to be well, pros the, with this sort of thing. The team put this together. Some yeah. 28-year-old Harvard guy did it. Well, e either that or, I mean, look. Look who his press secretary is, Kareem well, Jean-Pierre. Yes. She can barely get a sentence out. They're not smart people. These are the people that they were uh, 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 honoring the memory of a former uh, governor who had passed away. Mm -hmm. And they mentioned a daughter who doesn't exist. Right. That's true. They just so, assumed everybody had a daughter, I guess. But 
we all know people that would be better at that job yeah. than the people Personally. that are in place yeah. at the White House. Right. It's insane. <laughs> you always thought, okay, it's got to be the best of the best that are crafting these messages yeah. from the president. Not at all. People are totally confused. Wow. Okay. You know, I mentioned this earlier. Latest polling as far as the black vote, because that's hurt supposedly Donald Trump over the last two elections, right? Well, yeah, it has. Polling right now has gone from 8% to 22%. Yeah. Like, that's massive. You know, that's pretty remarkable. That's yeah. a big jump. Well, the magic number for Republicans, uh, it depends on who you ask, has always been somewhere around 12 to 14%. If you can get 12 to 14% of the black vote, then you're probably going to win a state in a presidential election. And really, Trump was the first person that I can remember, correct me on this, that actually courted the black vote. Yeah. Because a lot of Republicans before then was like, oh, it's a lost cause. Right. Not even going to try. Yeah. And, and Trump, and it was controversial when he went, it was Detroit, different places, saying, what do you got to lose? Right. And I'm paraphrasing. It's like, are your lives any better? You got Obama for eight years. You got all these people. It's not any better. What do you got to lose? Oh, that's the most racist thing I've ever heard anyone say. That was what media was saying. How? Saying, I can do better for you. But all of a sudden, this piece of audio, David. Yeah, well, the former Black Lives Matter state-level leader is endorsing Donald Trump. Uh, This is Mark Fisher, who helped start BLM Rhode Island. He he wound up leaving and starting uh, Black Lives Matter Incorporated, which focuses on helping black entrepreneurs... Uh, financial literacy for uh, black people in America. Um, Actually he, helping black people. Yeah, that, that was the purpose of it. And he has uh, talked fairly favorably of Trump over the last several months uh, on Kim Iverson's show. He's done a couple of other podcasts that uh, he, where he's talked about this. But he was on Fox & Friends uh, more recently to talk about what went into this decision-making. Okay. I think personally it's the duplicity of the Democrats. Mm. The hypocrisy. Um, we're not stupid. The brothers are not stupid. We, we understand when someone's for us and when someone is not. And it's obvious that the Democratic Party is not for us. Their policies actually strike at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. A lot of people are misinformed. They don't really understand because they don't educate themselves on, on Donald Trump as a person and his history. Um, but if they do that, and it's going to take, you know, leaders, educated leaders, getting the word out there. Um, I think wow. that it, it'll happen on its own. It, it'll be organic because, um, personally, I love the man. I mean, how could you not like if, if a real man? Uh, how could you not relate to someone like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's going to drive people insane. Oh, yeah. it is. Wow. Do you think there's going to be movement that way? You can see it happening. Yeah. You felt it four years ago. Yeah. The whole thing with Ice Cube. There were just different well, anecdotal stories of all of a sudden conversations happening, people changing their mind. We talked about earlier, what's this? who's this bad economy hurt the most? Not just right? economy, I mean, but crime in right, big cities. I, and, right, but which includes the economy because yes. they all wants to sh- set up shop there, right? Sure. Nobody does. No. So, I mean, when you start talking about crime and the economy and who's impacted the most by this, I mean, like you said, the top two or three percent—it doesn't matter to them. They don't care. They're not—they're not bothered by any of this, no. right? They don't care. But it's just like, holy smokes, man! Do you really, is this what you really want? You want your cities like this? No, people torn don't. apart like this.
I mean, no. no. You want you want law and order. Okay, switching gears. Well, you had mentioned this yesterday too. It was Rosalind Carter's memorial service, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. It's like there's just part of me that wants this song retired. Okay, and I got oh, nothing. I, I, saw I got nothing against Garth Brooks. I like Garth. Fine, I go see him. I've never seen him. I've heard he's great. I'd take the time to go. I certainly have nothing against Trisha Yearwood. But my goodness, this song, anytime I hear it now, it feels like some sort of parody or something. Imagine all the people. See, David, I knew it. I set you up for that. Yeah. Because you didn't know what song was coming. It's an an eye roll every time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've come to close. I don't think any of us used to loathe it. No. No. Like 25 years ago? Not 20 years ago. When did it really start? It turned into a Hallmark card. Well, it just turned into the sappy, you know. I think COVID really, that was the end. Oh, when all the the stars were doing the imagine thing and that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just sort of, it it became this sort of stock thing, you know, exactly. Yeah. Which, which, yeah, just, it's not a very good song either. Well, and I'm sorry. I can't get over it every time I hear it. Yeah. Imagine that if Julian Lennon had a good dad, that wouldn't have left. That'd have been good too. Mm. All right. Is that too bitter? No, I mean that's 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 your take. That's fine. I got oh, no I'm not alone in that. No. no, of course not. Did you see the uh, pro Hamas demonstrators outside of her funeral? No. no. Yeah, there was a Did there was that a really crowd happen? of people with uh, with Palestinian oh. flags waving outside of Rosalind Carter. Okay, Jimmy Carter literally wrote a book, literally wrote a book, supporting the Palestinian cause. Stay the hell away from his. Dead wife's funeral. Okay. You think uh, any of those pathetic. dopes even know that? No, they, no, they know don't. That. No, Again, they don't. Because they're they're useless idiots. Is is what they are. Yes, I would agree with that. You know what? You want to lighten the mood a little? Yeah, I'd love to. You would? You know what I'm thinking? What? Game time. Oh no. What do you mean? Oh no. Uh, okay. Go go ahead. What's the topic today? Okay. That I'm gonna lose that. Maybe you've seen this. All right. Um, you know it's that time of year. Busting out all of the holiday movies right yes okay so it was named home alone is america's favorite holiday film to re-watch every year oh wow yes you surprised by that uh i watch it every year okay i've seen it a thousand times but yeah but it, you can understand where it would be there yeah sure oh yeah we get some holiday music some grinch music nice that's nice oh i, I hear it now okay is that Gary Hoey? Yes. The fretboard gymnastics from one Gary Hoey from Ho Ho Hoey. Ho Hoey. Yes. <laughs> Cleverly titled. <laughs> I love it. My favorite Christmas album of all time. Okay, anyway. So that's number one. It's a list of the top ten holiday movies that families rewatch every year. Okay. What? This is. This is right in your wheelhouse. Uh, No, not really, but anyway. Uh, David, you're the champion right now. Um, You go first. We're going to, obviously, Home Alone's number one, but two through ten, and we'll go descending in point order. Um, 
What are you thinking? This probably won't be on the list, but this is a hill I'm willing to die on. In fact, I am a diehard kind of guy. That is a Christmas movie, Die Hard. That's got to be there. Uh, that was number 10. Yes. So that is a two-pointer. And Van Camp is on the board to Scott. Well, for me, It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite. Yes. That was number seven, so that's worth five points. Stop it, David. Okay. Terrible. I let your terrible diehard take just roll, Mm -hmm. and then you got to pound on It's a Wonderful Life. George Bailey and your dark soul. Okay, back to Van Camp. Uh, Christmas Story. Of course, man. Great. And it's on for like 24 hours. 48 hours, yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know. It's a long, long time. That was number two. That is a 10-pointer. All of a sudden, it's 12 to 5 to Gosh, Robbins. Dang. Uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. Dang. Yes. That was number six. That is a six-pointer. It's 12 to 11. This is tight. Actually, Robbins has a chance. That is my favorite one. That's the one I re-watch every year. I, I love one. that movie. Yep. Um, Rudolph. Is that a Rudolph. movie? The Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, it is listed here as a movie. Huh. Yes. That is number four. That's an eight-pointer. Uh-oh, it's 20 to 11. There's a nine-pointer out there, Scott. So I'm keeping the yeah, list here. Yeah, let's Again, see here. America's favorite holiday film to rewatch every year. Anytime uh, you're ready. Elf. There you go. That was number five. That's a seven-pointer. You're back in it. It's 2018. To Van Camp. Um, the uh, uh, miracle on 34th Street. Oh, Scotty, you're very sad. So, gonna do that one next. Gosh dang it. Well, that uh, that was what ninth? That's a three pointer. You're still in it because there is a nine pointer out there. It's 2318. If you could name it, you're gonna win. Well, since there's only two left to name. Um, Jim Carrey's Grinch. (sighs) Wrong! (laughs) No. It's Van Camp. He could close it out. It's always on TV. Charlie Brown Christmas. (sighs) Yeah, and that's it. There's your nine-pointer. 32-18, the final. It was a valiant effort there, Scotty. Man, how does Grinch not on there? With Jim Carrey? Yeah. A lot of people don't like that. They'd rather the cartoon. Scrooged? No. The other one was the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus? Yeah. And as usual, griping about what was actually on the list. But that's okay. No sore losers here. Good competition. Always appreciate it. That was fun. All right. Much more to get to. (laughs) Speaking of movies... This is the first time in a long time Disney has not had a billion-dollar movie. Have you seen the stock prices? We'll get to that much more coming up.
What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope. They always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See? It's right here. Whoa. That's a low price. I mean, whoa. That's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. Mommy, I don't feel good. Oh, well, let me check you for fever. I've got this exergen thermometer. Just sweep it across your forehead and... Ooh, 100.5. Yeah, you're staying home today. That sure was fast and easy, just like at the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Doctors recommend these exergen thermometers. Clinically accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies, get your exergen thermometer at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, you heard Disney had another flop over the weekend. Oh yeah, movie Wish. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing? I know it's just everything, everything these guys do with the wokey wokeness, and they just they just keep doing it over and over and over again. Is this one woke? I seriously, I didn't no, even know I, anything I was know. coming I, out. I, I have no idea. I had no idea either. I saw some some television on it, but not a lot. And the thing is, I mean, they're so the the brand is so ruined right now. It really is. Golly, I, mean, I heard different people talking about you know the stock price, the overall you know health of the company, and it's not good. No, it's not. All these different areas, they've lost money, and it's all from. Going woke, it's easy to see. Yes. Um, but different people, when they report on this, especially from left-leaning media sources, they want to say it's something different. Is this movie web? Yes, it is true. Disney hasn't had a billion-dollar movie this year. You know, major releases like the Marvels, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid all failed to meet expectations. Just like Wish and, well, other movies. So one industry analyst says, Disney set an impossibly high bar for itself during the 2010s. Oh, gosh. Firing every cannon in its arsenal. The downside of success is that it becomes expected every time. The studio was always going to be in a challenged position when the well started to run dry. Yeah, let's not look at any other reason why this could be happening. Oh, people turn. Let's turned. just go that way. Yeah. And... 
people voted with their wallets. Well, the subscribers to their channel has gone. Everything's gone down. Nothing's gone up. Numbers no. in the theme park, nothing. No. You know, in some ways, it reminds me, because in the conversation I was listening to, people were talking about, you know, Bob Iger comes back and his legacy is at risk, blah, 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 whatever. But it takes a long time to turn a ship like that around because movies are in production for a very long time to stop the direction you're going and then move in another direction. And I know this is probably too simplistic. It reminds me when you were a kid and you had to actually buy your albums or CDs, cassettes, whatever. And there was an artist you liked and they put out a complete dud. But because of trust in the artist, you went and bought it the first week it was out. But it sucked. Then you were done. Then they had to prove to you again that it was worth actually buying. So the album after that could have been great, but yay, you're going to wait and actually see. That's what this whole Disney thing reminds me of. They're going to have to get back to what made them great to begin with. I don't know how long that's going to take. It's really interesting. I think the leader of Daily Wire, Jeremy Boring, said it was one of the greatest cases of corporate suicide you've ever seen in your life. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But completely self-inflicted. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty wild. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, David, I'm going to let you take this away. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, throw out the rundown here because we've got uh, some fresh audio now to play. Okay. Start off, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, highest-ranking Democrat in the Senate, well, aside from the president of the Senate, of course, Kamala Harris, um, who we have audio of coming up in a minute as well. He gave a speech today about anti-Semitism in America, and... I can't believe I'm saying this, but he said something that I wholeheartedly 100% agree with and appreciate that he pointed out. Okay, roll it. Many of the people who express these sentiments in America aren't neo-Nazis or card-carrying Klan members or Islamist extremists. They're in many cases people that most liberal Jewish Americans felt previously were their ideological fellow travelers. Not long ago, many of us marched together for black and brown lives. We stood against anti-Asian hatred. We protested bigotry against the LGBTQ community. We fought for reproductive justice out of the recognition that injustice against one oppressed group is injustice against all. But apparently, Mr. President, in the eyes of some, this principle does not extend to the Jewish people. What's your reaction to that, Scott? Uh, I'm well. I'm a little shocked. Yes, that he's taking on his own party. Um, I, I am stunned there because usually he just lapdogs it up for whomever. Mm-hmm. 
um, that he has a mind of his own, which I didn't know until just now. Yeah, I liked what he said. I mean, and I, I, and I don't think there certainly aren't enough people from his own party saying that. Well, he's a glass ceiling guy. First Jewish person to lead. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I suppose. In that position. Yeah. I'm glad he said it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. However. And as a Jewish American, he should say that. I agree. He absolutely should. It, and I'm conflicted because part of me is like, uh, yeah, I'm glad he said it. The other part is, well, you should. And, you know, you're surprised all these fellow travelers, you know, these people that you did all these things with as far as, you know, getting out and fighting against injustice. He did it in the nastiest sort of ways where he knew he was lying. When he's talking about the black vote and yeah. we've gone backwards, what was that? It was Whoopi Goldberg saying it, it seems like we've gone so far back and he's like, you're absolutely right. Some nonsense. Black people still are where we were under the Emancipation Proclamation. What is happening? Why are we still fighting this this way? What's, what's, well, here's what's, what's happening, change? Whoopi. You're 100% right. And it's not just staying the same. It's going to get worse if we don't do something. He's a pandering jerk. Yeah, well, of course, he's a... <laughs> Exactly. That's why uh, when I say mind of his own, I mean, it's very rare. Yes, that but he it, doesn't get said, his marching orders and just behave accordingly. So many times, though, the left eats itself at some point. Well, yeah. And no one wanted to see the Jewish people gone after the way it's happened in this country and around the world. But there's that part of me that's conflicted that says, well, why are you so surprised, Chuck? Yeah. yeah. And even this is a bridge too far, I guess, for somebody with no shame. Yeah, it's it's one of those situations where you can recognize that a guy has used a lot of these progressive activists to amass yes. more power, and now it is kind of hard to swallow it when he admits that they were using him as well. Exactly. So I, you know, I can, I can, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that he's calling them out. That it's because there are too many liberals who are saying, oh, it's all these like MAGA bros. I'm like, they're they're not right. MAGA bros who are who are attacking. Jewish teachers on college campuses and in that uh, school in New York, they're they're it's they're not make America great again people. They're no, it's reprehensible. It's it's the people that you were pandering to for yes. so long and will continue to do in order of course. to uh, amass power. Yeah, I, I get it. I get what. Oh you're saying. yeah, the Republicans are trying to make women second class citizens yeah. and put them back uh, because of Roe v. Wade. You know, all these things over time, Republicans want to stop black people from voting. Like, okay, Chuck, whatever. Well, you yeah. know, the most honest thing he ever said that I can remember, yeah. and you know what it is, David. Absolutely. You take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. That was right before Trump took office. And yep. Man, was he right about that. That was, yep, 2017. Yep. He's on Rachel Maddow's show, and Rachel's mm -hmm. asking him. You know, what do you think about Trump tweeting about the intelligence community? And it was a fresh tweet that Trump had posted. And that was his gut reaction. Chuck Schumer's. Mm -hmm. You better be careful because these people will come after you. And boy, that was true. They did Abs go after him. And they're still going after him. Yes. Very much so. You know, what was that? 
This is a couple of years ago. He had to apologize, too, because he used the R word when talking about children with intellectual disabilities. I don't know if you remember that. I don't no, remember that. I don't either. Oh, yeah, he was doing this interview, and I think it was another situation where he was blaming Republicans and had this take. They wanted to build, a, uh, in when I first was assemblyman, mm-hmm. they wanted to build a, a congregate living place for retarded children. Mm-hmm. The whole neighborhood was against it. These are harmless kids. They just needed right. some help. We yeah. got it done. Yeah, he had to walk that back. Sorry about using that word. Yeah. Not Chuck's finest moment there. Again, man, I'm glad he said what he said no, I, about yeah. the anti-Semitism. Well, I am. you and I are in I'm agreement glad. on that. I think David yeah. is, too. But because he is as phony as the day oh. is long, generally speaking, he's just given his marching orders and he just he just goes out. But now it's come to affect regurgitates him. Regurgitates it. But now it's his world. Right. And, you know, he's getting he's hearing it from other people. Sure. Constituents of his. Yes. That are of the same faith. Who yeah. Have, who have always voted for him and the Democrat Party. Call out the squad by name. You know, we don't. Nobody talks about this right now, but I don't know what the voting block is there. I know, you know, of the Jewish community, whether that's that tide is going to turn based on what we've seen from the Democrat Party in relation to the from, uh, the the Hamas situation. From political operatives, not huge numbers. I, but I can't believe that. I don't know why you would turn your back on on. You know. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. Dang. What's the other audio today? You got Kamala. Oh yeah, Kamala Harris was asked about Joe Biden's age which to me is a euphemism and it's it's cute and and frustrating all at once very few people are actually concerned about the number of times he's been on the earth as it's revolved around the sun it's about the fact that he's clearly senile and getting worse every single month absolutely and all right. so she, she was asked kamala harris was uh, about the concern about uh, joe biden's age and here's what she had to say to the point, because it is a point that has been made. First of all, I would say that age is more than a chronological fact. Oh, I spent a whole lot of time with our president, be it in the Oval Office or the Situation Room and in other places. And I can tell you, as I just mentioned, not only is he absolutely authoritative in rooms around the globe, but in the Oval Office, meeting with members of Congress, meeting with leaders in industry, meeting with community (laughs) leaders, I will tell you that he is in front of, often, everyone in the room in terms of thinking about how we can resolve issues, negotiate in a way that is about concession where necessary, but for the sake of accomplishment and actual work. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, of course. But tired. Just for the record, age is actually not more than a chronological fact. (laughs) I mean, it it is a chronological fact if you're just talking about age. Mm -hmm. That's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. But but, but the issue is nobody's talking. It's not his age. It's the fact that the guy is senile. Yes. And he can't remember where he is. He shakes hands with ghosts. He's looking for dead people. Booking his governor and when he'd be pre-K. The pre-K. Yes. Everybody knows what it's about. Just stop it. They got huge issues right now. They know this is a loser. I don't know how they're going to deal with it going Just forward. To keep, keep back in his play. I know, man. Just keep regurgitating the same old tired lines. Oh, yeah. Golly. Bring it out. Not to not. No one. <laughs> not to not. The history books will note it. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. The true and Dinesh, double the pressure. You want all the the greatest hits? Well, I did that. Double the pressure. Ninety percent of the uh, of the correspondence I have with our listeners, I usually once a week at least somebody will just go true to dash double to pressure. <laughs> That's it. It's always spelled differently, but I know exactly what they well, mean because well, it's not even a real word. Dude, it it was just last week he tried to make a, a Taylor Swift joke during the pardoning of the turkeys. Oh, uh, <laughs> just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds in competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or 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 Britney's tour. She's down in it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Yeah, that was after like two days after somebody died at a Taylor Swift concert. Right. Yeah. But I think he actually it wasn't Britney Spears that he mixed her up with. It was uh, Beyonce. Because Beyonce has oh. the Renaissance tour. Okay. Well, unless he thought Britney had the Renaissance tour. But, yeah, he couldn't remember Beyonce, which actually makes yeah. a lot more sense because Joe Biden <laughs> cannot remember the names of black people. Katanji, well, you saw her. Yeah, Katanji. That, yeah. That was his Supreme Court nominee. Yes. Yeah, that's been several different people that we've seen over time with Biden. Uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, poor guy, can't get a name drop anywhere. Uh, never. Man. Oh, yeah. My, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Yeah. Well, at least he got Becerra, right? Javier no. Bacaria. He yeah, uh, <laughs> got the right number of syllables, at least, in the right starting <laughs> letter there. But again, yeah. it's because Joe Biden's an old racist, what it is is the darker your skin tone is, the less likely it is that he'll remember your name. So, like, Javier Becerra, he remembers it starts with a B. Yeah, so he says it's in there But, man, yes. once you get in, into, like, black people, he he thinks all black people look the same. So we can't remember their names. We have seen that again and again. There's no doubt about that. And, and we just saw it again. He can't remember Beyonce's name? Really? That is true. Yes. Make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Just words. That's the key. Play. Record players. B we need record player equity. To play burb. Yes. Kind of hot down there in Brazil. Yes. I got hairy legs. Yes, and it's hot. It sweats. <laughs> That's the worst. Terrible. It's hot. Mm. Okay. Much more to get to. By the way, speaking of Biden. Uh, Kamala talking about he stands up, he speaks firmly. Uh, he caved to Hamas. That's the word. I don't know if you heard that story. We'll get to that and much more coming up right there. There's an easy way to get someone a gift they're sure to love. And that is the gift of meat. And not just any meat, Omaha Steaks. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code MBCR at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, 
or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MVCR at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MVCR at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. Cool. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I mentioned this, saw this in the New York Post. Michael Goodwin had this piece. Uh, and the title was Biden must be reminded Hamas is a terrorist group as he panders to Muslims in secret while publicly backs Israel. Like, I don't think I'd seen that story. So it was news, and I guess the Washington Post reported this that Biden apologized for casting doubt on Hamas's casualty reports in Gaza. If you remember, this was like a week after the hospital bombing, and the New York Times ran with it, and legacy media ran with it. Israel bombed the hospital. Hold on a second. No, it was the parking lot, and it was a dud from Hamas in Gaza. But right after that happened, there were five Muslim Americans— that wanted to meet with Biden. They do. They were upset, saying you can't cast out on these numbers. Because publicly he said, you know, we, we don't know that for sure. Sure. The numbers yeah. that Hamas was quoting, along with the Palestinian Authority. And, by the way, one of those was Keith Ellison, Attorney General in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The first Muslim elected to Congress, if you remember. Then there was that part with the... What was oh, it he was in trouble for? Was it, it was something with the wife. Yeah, a girlfriend. At the girlfriend, time, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, he, he he hit her because she yeah. didn't take out the trash. And that's not even a made-up story. No, that... Yeah. Well, that is a heck of a thing. <laughs> We're not taking out the trash, is that what you're saying? Why do I <laughs> always have to be the one to take out that trash? I never just full again. <laughs> But as far as Michael Goodwin at the Post, his point is, it's troubling, but Biden's apology signals he's willing to pander to these people privately while publicly supporting Israel. Oh, he, but Biden always does that. He does do that. I mean, he just basically, 
he he just tries to blend in with whatever the right. mood of the moment is. Yeah, this was what was quoted in the story. After they said, we're furious, you can't doubt these numbers from the Palestinian Authority. Biden said, quote, I'm sorry. I'm disappointed in myself. I will do better. What a lapdog. Oh, yeah. No, that that was him just saying, whatever, get out of my office. Okay. Man, oh, man. Okay. So that story's out there. Troubling story out of Florida. I don't know if you heard about this rapper. His name is Nardo Wick. Never heard of him before. Mm-mm. You got this kid. He's just a fan. Goes to the show in Tampa. After the show, the rapper and his entourage are outside, and he walks up with a cell phone wanting to take a picture. Sure. You know, saying, hey, can I get a picture? And there's still pictures in the story. I also saw this at the Post. And all of a sudden, somebody in the entourage clocks him. The kid. Oh, man. Knocks him down, punched again, hit his head Uh on the pavement. And was hospitalized with a concussion and a brain bleed. Oh, no. Was in critical. Apparently, he's doing better now. Um, but the rapper, Wick, has been in contact with the fan's mom. The fan's mom found his number and texted him, saying, I want everyone to see what these mother bleepers did to my son. And he's apologizing, saying, sorry, I, I'm not responsible for another guy that did well, this. Well, that's your entourage, dude. Yeah, if they're in your employee and or if they're there to be security or whatever, they damn well are actually your responsibility. Yeah, they are. Yeah, hopefully this kid's going to be all right. We'll keep an eye on that. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day to me is uh, something that just came across uh, my desk is that uh, the United Nations uh, has a group called UN Women. Okay. Which is specifically about women's rights around the world, right? They they want to lift up women, promote women equality and success around the world. Now, one of their representatives was asked, "Why can't this panel condemn Hamas for raping women on October seventh?" And the answer is word salad that even Kamala Harris would blush at. Really? Wow. Okay. All right, we need to get to that. Robin, you got your big three? Yeah. We'll get to that and the trifecta straight ahead right here. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, and the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, the United Nations, uh, well, they, they, they've got a panel within the body that's called UN Women. And their stated goal, and I'll just read you from their mission statement, uh, UN Women is the United Nations entity for gender equality and gender empowerment and women's empowerment in particular. Now, okay. one of the uh, leaders of that subset of the UN is a woman named Sarah Hendricks. She was on CNN mm-hmm. and she was asked, is there a reason 
that you cannot specifically call out Hamas and the mounting evidence now that about the atrocities committed on October 7th, because that's the crux of the issue here. It's not just condemning sexual violence against women in general, but specifically what occurred on October 7th perpetrated by Hamas. In other words, is there a reason you guys can't say Hamas raping women was a bad thing? They can't say it? No, they have not put out any sort of statement on that. Oh, my goodness. All right, so we're ready for the answer. Here we go. Indeed. UN Women always supports impartial, independent investigations into any serious allegations of gender-based or sexual violence. And within the UN family, these investigations are led by the Office of the High Commissioner of Human Rights. And just to provide a little bit of context in terms of UN Women's role, UN Women's... You know what? Okay. And I'll let it play. Mm -hmm. Why can't you do it? You've seen the video. Hamas provided it. You don't believe them? UN Women specifically provides and has extensive knowledge on gender-based violence and provides and supports investigations as we do with all UN investigations. And so consequently, in this context and within the UN system, it is the Independent International Commission of Inquiry, which for us has the mandate to investigate all alleged violations. It is absolutely important for the rights, for the needs, for the protection, for the dignity. Are we going anywhere with this? No kidding. On and on. Where's the offer up here? Uh, For the survivors of violence to be supported throughout a process. And that's why we work through these globally mandated mechanisms. That notwithstanding, we understand and certainly we encourage and support national level efforts. The ones that you've heard about today, the civil commission in Israel, which has brought together women's organizations (laughs) to document gender-based atrocities impartially. Um, our work will be on the backside <laughs> of the independent international commission. God. Okay, I don't know the entire context of that interview. Did this person ever condemn Hamas for no. raping women? No. no. Oh, my. There shouldn't be another dollar sent to that group. No. Ever. And what's the point? What's the point of having them? Well, I can't get over that Iran sits on the Council for Human Rights Yeah, with the UN. That tells you everything you need to know. That's insanity. How's your work going in Afghanistan, you hack? Are you helping women there? Because I don't see it. Their lives are down the tubes. It's so sad. It's terrible. What are you doing about that? What is it? Well, we don't want to upset the jihadists? Is that the deal? Yeah, pretty much. That's what it seems like. Are you a part of it? I just want to know what you just said. Right. A lot of UN workers I mean, in you, Gaza. But a lot. Your, brain, your brain just starts to float on its own after a while where you're not even hearing anything anymore. No, just, it's just all that God All these cook. words strung together and they don't mean anything. It's like, what is going yeah. on? And it, just let us know. Give us a code word. Are you in fear of yeah. condemning Hamas because of the UN people in Gaza? It's like a or song that else? won't end. It's like Golly. an eight-minute song that should have been a two-and-a-half-minute yes. song. It's just, oh, my God, what is going on? Okay.
Maybe that's the idea. You just get lost in the words. Well, they do it all the time. That's why a a person that is good in their job, that was CNN? Yeah. Would have just stopped at some point. Yeah, okay, we get all that. Yeah. Can you condemn them or not? Yeah, knock it off already. I asked a simple question. It deserves a simple answer. Yes. The investigation. Hamas bragged about it. Of course. I mean, what more do you need, actually? And that's the thing, man. It it's crazy. In that same audio that you had earlier, David, from Oakland at the city council meeting there, yeah, where people are just saying, yeah, what Hamas wasn't responsible. Israel did it to themselves. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's the narrative that that's been nonsense. going around. There's not going to be headings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October seventh. Like what? Yeah. Those loons. Don't believe your lying eyes that what you just saw is not true. They live-streamed it. Okay. Yeah, it makes no sense. Seriously, the UN. I think most reasonable people know this organization is, like you said, David, absolutely useless. When you live in the world of conspiracy theories and you, you exist solely for that, what a lonely place that is. Oh, yeah. Good golly. You're walking around with this kind of stuff. You're all warmed up now. Are you ready for your big three, Scott? Yeah, I don't even know if I can beat it with that. Holy Are cow. you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins got three stories of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Well, I'm his friend. I don't know if he's my friend or not. I'm ready. Okay. Three. Fine. I try. Uh, number three, Mika Brzezinski on uh, MSNBC's Morning Joe says everyone knows someone who struggled like Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> this is so crazy. Mika Brzezinski on today's show says, and I quote, everybody knows a person who has suffered like Hunter Biden. Everybody. Well, what is meant by suffering? Meaning addicted? Hundreds of millions of dollars through his family name, blew it all on Ukrainian hookers and blow, and then became an artist that got half a million dollars for some nonsense art he was selling, his influence to? Nobody knows anybody like that. No. Why do we keep treating this guy like he's a college graduate, too? He's right. 53. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, we seriously. Youthful indiscretion. We, yeah. Exactly. We keep <laughs> treating him like that. He's sleeping on the couch in the White House. He's, you know, he's not, he's 53. Right. And, yeah, it's quite a history. And and a lot of people do know those, of, uh, you know, know people who've gone through drug addiction. I mean, I've got a couple members of, of my family who've gone through it. And you know yes. what happened to them? They got, they went to jail. Actually, they had to suffer the consequences of their yeah. actions. Hunter Biden will never go to prison. Never. Yeah. It's, some it's just dead, remarkable some how in jail. we're supposed to feel bad for him because, well, everybody's had somebody like that in well, the family. This whole thing. Oh, the, the meanies on the right are picking on poor Hunter, who's just trying to be sober. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of dollars he made trading on the family name in, a, in the Ukraine. He made the family a lot of while money, taking, too. While, while taking some of that money and <laughs> buying Ukrainian well, Of course, yes. By the way, is a terrible dad, apparently. By appearances, yes. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Now, so, on with the countdown. Freaking break. Scott Robbins, trifecta, right. top three. Two. Number two, illegal immigrants are being given, what, GPS coordinates? Yeah, a reporter that's covering this, the ongoing crisis on the border, uh, claims that some of these illegal immigrants have been provided GPS coordinates 
to help them locate specific areas to cross into the United States. Avoid. I don't really know how to get there. Okay. okay. The information comes uh, via Border Hawk correspondent there, Efron Gonzalez, whose video was posted on X. The outlet claims some of these crossing the border illegally have been part of a pre-planned operation organized by <laughs> mysterious hands, quote, post, quote. He has allegedly learned the illegals have been provided with GPS coordinates, which enable them to gather at specific locations to cross en masse. So here's where you want to go. You don't want to go here. You want to go there. Right. Let's and here's, that way. here's your GPS, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, no kidding. Gosh. Well, I bet they don't tell them. And you want to stay away from this area well, with this big circle around Chicago. They were not going to tell them that once they get into the yeah, United yeah, States. Yeah, don't go there. Probably doesn't happen like that. And the no. countdown continues. No. The Scott Robbins trifecta, Scotty's top three. And finally, yes. one. This is a, a crazy story. There, there's a rapper named Young Thug. He's on trial right now in Atlanta for allegedly founding a street gang and using his music to promote it. Yeah. And so he's on trial, and, and this is you know certainly in the entertainment world making some news. And the lawyer, the defense lawyer... Yeah, is throwing everything at the wall to see just to see what sticks. I mean, all you have to do is create some reasonable doubt. So, uh, right, this is in Atlanta, Georgia, by yeah. the way. This is where all this is going on. His attorney is a guy named Brian Steele, and he's the attorney for the rapper known as Young Thug. Uh, he's saying, "Look, you know what? People have this definition of a thug, and this this comes to mind. These horrible things come to mind when you use the word thug." Okay. So let me tell you what THUG does stand for. It's an acronym for Truly Humbled Under God. <laughs> Ike, you can't make this up. You cannot make this Dude. nonsense up. That is so awesome. Dude. THUG meant it means something to Jeffrey. That's the guy's real name. Something very personal. It was his pact. If he ever could make it as a musical artist and help his family, himself, and many others out of this endless cycle of poverty. He well, would be truly humbled under God. That's what Thug means. Yeah. Okay. Well, and part of this trial, one of the reasons why it's also got uh, legal analysts interested is because uh, the prosecution is going to be using lyrics to make the yeah. case. Be because, I mean, they're not just lyrics, they're confessions. Of young, th yes. Uh, of what, what he's done and what he's called people to do. And they're saying, well, this violates the First Amendment. Well, well if you've also got other evidence that you've done it, like, if there's evidence that Johnny Cash had shot a man in Reno just to watch him die, right? I mean, that would be looked upon as a right. as a confession. Confessional, not, yeah. Yeah. Well, the prosecution is also using uh, photos from his social media. One of the photos that the defense showed was him doing what they're saying is, like, the blood gang sign. Uh-huh. He says, no, 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 no. That's not a gang. It's not even the, the sign for bloods. I mean, come on. It, it's actually P, because he had a song at the time mm -hmm. called Pushin' P, the letter P. <laughs> Got it. Now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the lawyer explaining what no. Pushing P means. I can't wait. Okay. And it's not what you think. Huh. Okay. It's a song that is wildly popular. And it's positivity. It means any circumstance you're in, if you think positively about something, you can make it through. You're pushing positivity. You're pushing P. Jeffrey is showing the P. God. 
So it's incredible. <laughs> Gee whiz. I mean, I I don't know if I can even read some of these lyrics. But I don't know if you can or not either. I saw that, yeah. I mean, one of them is it's Portuguese on her knees, mopping hmm. down a pee. I don't. I don't think that means positivity. It was a positive experience for him. I mean, <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe really what that song is about. And we we've all gotten it wrong, or if you read it, you've got it completely wrong. What he's talking about is pushing positivity yes. on strippers and hookers to actually get their lives together. So there you go. He, I mean, he's basically he's 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 basically like Jesus, right? He's going to these brothels and, and saying, "No, sin no more." Okay. Well, thug stands for whatever it was under God. Truly, so yeah, humbled, humbled, truly, humbled truly humbled under right. God, okay? Right. Remember truly that. Truly humbled under God, and he's pushing yeah. positivity. That's what right. he's pushing, Got it. okay? Yes, Golly. of course. Wow. No other lyrics I'm guessing you could share I, right now. I don't, I, it's like, oh, well, man. some of them, no, I, I know I can't. But I, yeah, I get, no, I, I no, I'm not. Okay, because I was going to, I was going to, you know, I mean, bring, <laughs> bring it as like poetry, maybe, but maybe, no. maybe, maybe some other time. And there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> poetry by Young Thug. Yes. Truly humbled under God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Okay. Thank you for the trifecta, Scotty. Appreciate it. <laughs> Got another news update to get to. And Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead, right here. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Oh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. 
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. A pretty interesting development here as there are hostage negotiations going on between Israel and Hamas. And uh, Hamas wants a lot of actual criminal terrorists released in exchange for just Israeli citizens that they kidnapped. And there are some people, uh, you're talking about 25 Palestinians in Israel who are currently locked up, uh, spoke with the Times of Israel saying, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of the prisoner swap. I want to take my chances with the Israeli courts. You're kidding me. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. Well, but, I mean, you think about it. Uh, one, you don't know what's, what you're going to face with Hamas if they get their hands on you. I mean, it could be that, that you're a rival faction or... You know, they they're going to use you in some other way. And then the other thing is everybody knows it's going to get biblical once the hostages are are released. Oh, I wouldn't want to be in Gaza. Kidding me. That's true. Boy, that's true. Really interesting. All right, we got to get the Nimrods. Roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. Oof. Starting Florida today, uh, Sarah Jimena was arrested. Uh, she stabbed her boyfriend in the eye. Uh, with one of their dog's rabies needles. Oh, damn. Yeah. Ah. What'd he do? Eh, unforgivable, man. He was Dang. Look, checking out another woman. That's what he was doing? Yeah, apparently. He said no. Uh, Who's got rabies needles laying around? Good question. That's goofy. I don't know. But uh, she yeah. was mad, and then the cops show up. She was sleeping in the car. He booted her out. She said, uh, that guy's injuries are self-inflicted. <laughs> Stabbed himself in the eye? Yeah. Okay. Just pastime. No big hmm. deal. And then uh, dude, another dude in Florida, Caleb Phillips, was arrested. Had no idea how he got meth in his underwear. He said, somebody must have put it there hey. when I was sleeping. God. Must be Advil or something. Like, no, that's meth. Yeah. He's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. That's Nimrod's in the news.